Welcome to Japan according to Akio. Everything you wanted to know or didn't think you needed to know about Japan. With me, your host Akio, living in Japan since 2004 and giving you the lowdown on what it's like to live in and around Tokyo. Hey everyone, what's going on? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the year end special, episode 140 something, 148 of the podcast. Um Yeah,、uh, I just I'm give a pretty mellow, chilled out year in review, Christmas slash year in review mashup for you guys.、Um, you know, please remember YouTube, like YouTube watchers, please hit the like button, ding, subscribe button, ding, notification button, ding,、um, all that shit. Leave a comment, do everything one more time for me for this year.、Uh, I, I guess I got, I just gotta keep saying it. I think I gotta keep saying it. But、um, but yeah, thank you guys for. Thank you guys for a year, another year of the podcast. You know, we're on YouTube now. I'm really excited about that.、Uh, I'm really digging it. I like, I enjoy、um, reviewing, going back on, watching the podcast. You know, I know there's a lot more stuff I could do to possibly grow the podcast, more clips and stuff like that online. But again, things come in their time.、Um, I'm going to, you know, I enjoy the pro- podcast of making this every time where I'm at. And so I'm just going to continue. Continue and keep kind of stepping my game up little bit by little bit,、um, balancing what I'm doing offline versus you know my online activities. So,、um, yeah, but but you know, whatever that's what it is, whatever. All right, so just one more time for this year, enjoy. Yo, 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 what's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 148 of the podcast. Happy New Year! Yay! <laughs> Goodbye, 2020. Yay!、Um, yeah, it's the year in review episode for me.、Uh, you can tell I'm really chill.、Uh, my apologies. This is not going to be a long episode. This is like my day off. I just wanted to record something before the end of the year. I was. Gonna try and do something before Christmas, but I needed to fucking rest. I was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> so,、uh, last week, you know,、uh, I was just winding down my work year and I was just like, fuck it. The one day I was supposed to record, the one night I was supposed to record, I just, you know, like I just wasn't, it wasn't happening.、Uh, and then the next day, yeah, I was going to record too. And I was like, all right, let me take a 20, 30 minute nap. And then I woke up three hours later、uh, because I worked late and it just wasn't happening. So, so yeah,、um, you know,、uh, Christmas has already passed.、Uh, New Year's isn't here yet. This before I have to start、uh, doing my end of the year preparations and things like that. My family, get, I got this one day window to really relax.、Um, everyone's out of the house. Everyone's gone. It's just me and my doggy who's over here licking his ass <laughs> off camera for people on YouTube. And you know, I slept, I, everyone's gone, so I slept until like noon. And、um, yeah, I'm just really chilling. I'm in the middle of chilling、uh, before everyone comes back. I'm probably gonna take another nap.、Uh, so this is gonna be a really low key, really chill, probably really short episode. Uh, I'm sure you've been getting lots of year and review type shit. So,、um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna, you know, get too, too deep into anything, you know, just because, like, I'm just gonna keep it real with you. This is my me time right now. 
you know, um, I was able to sleep until noon for the first time in I don't know how long. So, you know, um, I'm in the middle of this documentary on a docu-series on Netflix on um, ancient Rome I'm watching, which is quite interesting, even though it's kind of a whitewashed documentary. Uh, you know, um, it's good, but you know, when fucking Cleopatra looks like she's from Poland, eh, something's kind of not right with me there, <laughs> you know, but whatever, still a good docu-series, so I'm just watching that. Uh, yeah, again, sorry, people on uh, YouTube, by the way, yes, again, sorry for a little energy episode, just to let you know, people on YouTube, there is going to be some background noise that you're definitely going to hear because uh, the heater is on just because my dog's in the room because I'm recording during the daytime. So my apologies for that. You know, I can't let my little doggy freeze. Right, that right dog. He's off camera. He's just like, he's on chill mode. I'm on chill mode. He's like, why are you talking so fucking loud? I'm trying to take a nap. So we just over here chilling, all right? So let, let, let me let me just uh, give you guys a little something, something, you know, bing, bang, boom, and then uh, we'll get out of here for the year, let you get to your holiday festivities as well. For me, for holiday festivities, just involves a lot of cleaning. Um, also, is like a big New Year's thing that needs to get done. Uh, you know, preparing, again, I don't know if I said this previously, but in Japan, you know, in, in, I found in the West, Western countries, you know, before New Year's Eve is really where a lot of the action comes. The holiday season comes to an end at midnight on New Year's. But in Japan, um, after midnight on New Year's Day, New Year's Day is where a new year springs forth into existence. So, um, yeah, so to prepare for that, you know, there's a lot of clean the house. I got to wash the car, um, you know, do a lot of shit. Thank goodness. I, I was able to, um, yesterday I had my last day of work was Sunday. I'm recording this on Tuesday, the 29th. So I, um, I knew the car wash is going to be a fucking zoo. It's crazy. So, uh, you know, lines out the ass. So some people are still, were still working yesterday. So I was like, all right, I'm wash the car and do everything in the house, you know, like at the house. So, but the only thing I need to go to the uh, gas station for is a uh, fucking, um, whatchamacallit, fucking speaking, I gotta go get gas too. Actually, um, is, uh, for, I'm drawing a blank, for, um, to vacuum, vacuum the inside of the car, right? So, um, I was like, okay, let me just do that early, you know, and then the, the washing and stuff like that, I can do at my own leisure. So I'm not waiting, you know, cause last year the line was around the fucking corner and my dog just left. He was like, okay, fuck this. All right, let me let you, let you in your little doggy house if you want there. Okay. Um, yeah, the line was like around the corner, even just to get access to the vacuum. I think last year I was, I went early last year too, but I was waiting like 30, 40 minutes, something like that. So, um, you know, I, I knew like, I just needed to go early this year. So I went early, got it done. I was in and out of there in like about, uh, I think 30, 40 minutes. Uh, so, which is good. So now I can do everything in my leisure. Um, but yeah, but anyway, they're getting distracted. Um, Christmas, since Christmas has already passed and, you know, uh, Rod, we and I talked about doing like a Christmas in Japan episode. Uh, but again, I, c I couldn't get to it in time for, you know, when all the Christmassy type shit goes, but, uh, I'll just give a quick overview. I think I've done it before, but, um, for newer listeners, yes, dog for newer listeners, um, I'll go through it again. 
uh just just i found a quick website um with a quick list you know again i won't get in into depth just because i can't remember what i talked about before and just review some shit you know for you guys um and also relate to how it, how it's been done on 2020, uh, to the best of my knowledge. So the first one is uh, Christmas in Japan is a holiday for lovers. And again, check the link um, in the description if you want to uh, read up on it by yourself. But pretty much, yeah, Christmas is not so much a family holiday. It's a couple's holiday here in Japan. So um, your Christmas Eve uh, date or bone session <laughs> is really important. Typically, it's dinner, you know, dinner and a trip to a hotel is kind of um, what's really important on Christmas um, for young couples. Uh, or, you know, if you got your own place, a trip to your place, spending the night over at your place, doing holiday shopping. Uh, when I was out doing Christmas shopping, Christmas is really interesting this year because, well, Christmas Eve is the night everyone does that shit. But um, Christmas was a, is a Friday, so actually I heard from a lot of people they finished work early and uh christmas night was the end was the last day of work for a lot of people which normally isn't the case so you know uh, i guess if you took christmas day off and then you had a lot of young couples you know spending time together they had the whole weekend and the whole start to the holiday season love fest you know um so yeah typically if you are single coming to japan in the future um, from, I, I think I was asking one of my students about this and, uh, or somehow I forgot how I was talking about dating on Christmas or get lining up your Christmas date. And, um, apparently definitely, uh, for future reference, if you do want to try and line up a date for Christmas Eve, asking people out, I think, oh no, I was watching a Japanese TV show. That's what it was. Um, late November is when you just apparently when you should start putting the feelers out what are you doing for Christmas you know if 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 the by the first week of December you don't have anything locked in you gotta start making Hail Marys like no one's gonna be making their Christmas Eve plans like mid-December here it's gonna be locked in probably by the first week of December just FYI apparently that's you know what according to that japanese tv show uh that's all about dating and shit you know which is interesting to me just to see how you know the game works here um so that when my son gets older i can put him up on this shit um next uh christmas in japan is about illuminations and decorations yeah it's just about fucking w one of the typical dates is going to see oh Sorry about that. My dog. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You don't. My dog jumped up like, <laughs> like people were home. Um, and so I thought, uh, every people came back, but nah, but then it's funny cause he kept bumping his face on the tripod. <laughs> He's not used to like me having the tripod out here. So he was just like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, what's going on? <laughs> Hitting himself in the face with the tripod. <laughs> Legs just <laughs> cause he just wasn't used to navigating around those. That was pretty funny. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, so uh, illuminations, right, are, um, are, you know, or Christmas lights, pretty much going to see Christmas lights. If you're into it or you're not into it, it's just something you're going to have to do, especially after Corona is over with. I don't really know what has gone on this year. You know, I, I do know one area in Omotesando, um, typically they put their lights on the trees. It's like a line of trees going down Omotesando Hills in Tokyo. I'm pretty sure if you Google Omotesando Hills, Christmas lights, you'll see it. And Omotesando is O M O T 
E S A N D O O M O T E S A N D O. So Omotesando Hills Christmas lights, you'll see what it looks like. Um, it's just a line of trees with Christmas lights and typically, you know, it's a pretty trendy area. It's like going down Rod Rodeo Drive or something like that in Beverly Hills. Um, I don't know, whatever. Watching uh Christmas lights is kind of romantic, you know, kind of thing. So, you know, trendy area. As a date, you know, if you find like a restaurant or, or a bar or cafe or something like that, after going strolling down to see the Christmas lights and going on a date is a pretty good solid uh, Christmas Eve date, but you got to make a reservation beforehand uh, on up in the post Corona life, whenever next year or the year after that. But, um, but yeah, so I don't, I, I know Omotesando typically they have like lights on up on the trees, but this year to discourage people from gathering around there, they just <laughs> threw them in the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> they just threw some lights on the bushes and we we're like all right don't come over here <laughs> which is pretty funny uh okay let me just keep rolling uh so santa does santa visit japan uh yes he does the interesting thing about japan though um there isn't i probably said this before there isn't really a mountain of gifts here in japan like typically japanese kids will get one gift you know uh, one maybe a few my son this year by you know americans typical american standards his christmas eve was pretty tame he got like a few books and some legos i think he got like three books and, and um some legos and some pajamas that's it but you know for japan i'd say that's a pretty good amount of presents i know several kids who just get like one present that they really really wanted uh so you know um which me living here longer i kind of agree with that a bit more kids kind of appreciate it you know the more presents you get the less you appreciate each one generally speaking you know, I mean, but once you get over the initial wow factor of um, unwrapping like a bunch of presents, you're typically the average kid from my memory is going to stick to just like one or two of those. Really, you know, the other ones are going to be like, yeah, that's cool, but whatever, you know, unless they're related, unless it's like, you know, a gaming system and a few games, something like that, maybe. Yeah. But like if you got like, you know, a game, some, some clothes, like a toy Nerf gun or whatever, like you're going to really focus on a couple of toys, not really all of them. If you got like 20 presents, I don't, I don't even know how many presents the average Western kid gets for Christmas anymore. You know, my just frame of reference for that is just completely off. My I'm, I'm just more used to the average Japanese one, two handful of presents. So, so, but my son was really happy. He's loving the books. He's loving the Legos. I think my dog ate one of them the other day. Like he ate an eye or, or a Lego eye or something like that. I don't know. Um, possibly. I wasn't in the room when it, when it apparently went down, but they say it happened and he's all right now so he probably just pooped it out but whatever anyway um so yeah santa does come to christmas uh does santa does come to japan for christmas you can see oh, i'm totally off my game this episode again just bear with me it's the end of the year i'm totally on chill mode all right um next one uh uniquely japanese christmas dinner is yeah fried chicken specifically kentucky fried chicken uh i i on christmas eve I, I it does not feel like like christmas does not feel christmasy at all here in japan to me like i worked christmas eve i worked christmas day you know and then i took the day the next day off just to uh, spend time with the family but but you know it's, i told you it's, it's not really like the big family event is new year's like the feeling that you would get for christmas i feel more in new year's here in japan so christmas is just more like a you know yeah you know kind of thing <laughs> So, um, 
So yeah, but but I was like walk. I think I I, I were finished work early Christmas Eve, and I was walking my my dog before um it got too late and then like dusk was hitting and i saw like this mom with like a big big ass on a bicycle with a big ass bucket of kfc and i was like oh yeah shit it is christmas eve like that's that was my reminder that it was christmas eve you know like you know like watching like a mom you know wheel fucking a couple buckets of kfc's finest <laughs> into her house you know with her kids strapped in the back so uh yeah you know not everyone does it but the people who do do it go hard at it and they're you know you got to make a reservation at kfc like you're not just walking in kfc getting chicken on a fucking new year's eve or christmas eve which sounds fucking crazy but it is what you know it's great marketing on kfc's part you know um everywhere selling roasted chicken like i don't really like the sauce of it the roasted chicken in japan like because they put this weird ass like soy sauce kind of glaze on it like it gets all moist like i don't like moist chicken skin i like it kind of like firm you know uh we did uh we did do like a a a, a dinner um i made some like mashed potatoes and we made had a couple of sides and we ordered like a, a proper roast chicken from um i think like a brazilian place or something like that like you know um so it had a little spice on it it was it was good it wasn't just like that bullshit ass shit that everywhere is just trying to sell just to make some type of money um yeah it was, so it was good like we i think we got like a whole one and a half one or something like that and, you know um with some good i made some mashed potatoes and some i think we got some salad and a few other sides so you know we put something together pretty nice um you know it's kind of chill but that's not really you know it's not like a big scale christmas dinner as you would probably imagine in a western country who for those of you who are christian or who do celebrate i should say who do celebrate christmas in that way um, the biggest thing, which is the last point about Christmas I'll talk about, is the Christmas cake. That is the piece de resistance. I think, hopefully I'm saying that right. Um, you know, you gotta have a Christmas cake, which is another really Japanese kind of thing. Um, for me personally, I've probably said this before, I don't really agree. Uh, I'm not a big, we're not, my family's not a big fan of one cake for Christmas. And just, just Google uh, Japan Christmas cake and you'll see some examples. What I did was I get several different cakes, you know, individual slices. They're all decorated, kind of funky shit like that. Um, if yeah what i'll probably do i'll probably let me let me make myself a note for those of you on youtube who want to see like uh what uh it's like uh i think i could uh, one second one second this cake pick i think i still have a picture on my phone um of the christmas of the cakes i bought so i'll try to do it um you know i'm not okay i'm still on vacation mode but but i'll um try to just put the um the picture of the cakes i bought uh into somewhere in this video so you'll uh so if you're watching this on youtube you might be seeing it somewhere around my body <laughs> <laughs> but but if you are like you know if i don't do it my bad but but um you know if i do do it that's kind of what you know how my family does christmas cake i just buy a few random you know some find some shit that looks good you know and again if you notice they look really small they are small um pieces of cake quality is more important not quantity so 
you know, buying, finding a cake shop that has a variety of attractive looking cakes with interesting flavors, interesting, you know, that is literally just like a big mouthful of cake, you know, but, um, or one or two mouthfuls of cake, but it's very enjoyable. So, you know, eating it slowly, enjoying it, sharing them with each other is kind of my family style. Some families, you know, they do the one cake and then they cut it together. Oh, Mary Kay is so beautiful. And then they eat it together. But um, uh, we enjoy it more, you know, with a variety of different flavors of variety of different designs and stuff like that so if you're dating i would probably recommend not one cake depending on the, on, on the type of girl you're with um but you know if you're with a like average <laughs> without sounding condescending how do i say this if you're with like an average girl i forgot the name of it with um basic <laughs> if you if you're with somebody who's basic in japan um just one cake would be enough but if you if you're with someone with a little bit of flavor um as my wife is she's got a little style you know a variety of cakes is is a bit more interesting and you know and it adds a bit more entertainment to christmas cake buying here in japan so that's about it. Those that's, that's pretty much the main shit that goes on here. Um, again, check out the article. I'll put it in the description somewhere. It's not really, um, again, I'm not really, like I said, all that amped up for Christmas here. Uh, so that's that. All right, last thing before I get out of here is uh, for the year is just some pictures. Um, I was looking for an article with some bullet points or something like that. I really couldn't find anything. Um, so, but I think this is just picture images of, of course, 2020 COVID really dominated here. Um, of course, you know, we didn't have, um, we did have some Black Lives Matters protests uh, in Japan, but that really didn't dominate things as much as COVID did here. So I'm not really going to focus on that issue so much um just because you know here in japan for me at least in my personal experience it wasn't something that really dominated me my life you know what i'm saying like of course i watched it on tv through through the tv but i wasn't actively participating in, in those type of protests um so i'm not really going to include it in my list you know what i'm saying like i'm just going to be real with what i've seen and what i've experienced in here in japan i'm talking about it because of course it matters pun intended <laughs> but but you know um but yeah i'm just not gonna go review it in depth just because right i'm just gonna focus on on this list this pictures whatever so um the first picture you see uh is uh it looks like asakusa a temple in Asakusa or, or some temple uh, in or shrine in Asakusa. And yeah, just, you know, it really just this year, the the devastating impact of, uh, tour, uh, you know, the vacuum that was created with the absence of tourists here is really stunning, um, was really is really unprecedented, I believe. And uh, you heard me talk about it before. Like I talked about with my wife, I'm really going to be interested in seeing japan's reaction once tourism returns to japan to see you know because there in 2019 there was much a talk of like tourist pollution you know um and just the over you know the overwhelming amount of tourists coming into japan and really ruining the sanctity of japan in, in, in a lot of different places you know being you know but 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 in their absence though you know a lot of businesses a lot of t whole economies local economies have really been devastated you know and it really shows their dependence on tourism and, and, and especially from 
China, other Asian countries, things like that. And I mean, of course, like I said, I've mentioned in previous episodes, those relations are a lot more complicated than I can get into. But I just want to see moving forward how, I don't really think it's going to happen, but, you know, it'll be interesting to see if those communities get a renewed uh, respect for the tour the tourists that they depend on you know what i'm saying like like for example without picking on kyoto kyoto you know even though there there was a lot of um you know rumors and, and, and stories and talk about you know kyoto being overrun by tourists not only from china but just from all other countries but now that there aren't any tourists in kyoto and and a lot of those businesses are struggling if not going under under the weight of that, I wonder, you know, when they return, you know, will they be like, thank you guys for coming and, and be a bit more appreciative, The lo- not only the businesses, but the local people as well. Because, you know, you wanted Kyoto to yourself. You got it. <laughs> you know, and I, I, I'm not down there, but I'm just curious about how that goes down. Um, next, uh, you got a picture of a bunch of commuters in masks, uh, commuters walk through Shinagawa Station in Tokyo on March 2nd. Yeah, you can see this is early March, just like one random guy without a mask. But but this is early March, so just I think before when 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 things were starting to heat up here. Um, but uh, there is a couple of people without masks. But I'm pretty sure now this time of year, every like I do see a few random people without masks here on the train. Like I, ever, I just give them dirty looks. Everyone just gives them dirty looks. I think, but mainly young people who just don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. I mean, again, not wearing a mask is not like a political statement like it is in America. But um, some people just like fuck it. I ain't trying to wear that shit. I'm not trying to mess up my makeup. I don't know what their thought process is. Um, but generally speaking, where, you know, I think in the West wearing a mask became a thing this year, you know, there was like a couple of videos of, uh, Asian tourists being, uh, harassed or, and or assaulted early on in the year. Um, because, you know, I know as well, like, you know, in in America before this year, wearing a mask, people think something wrong is wrong with you. You know, versus in Japan, you're wearing it to protect yourself and other people. But, um, but yeah, all that's really changed. But in Japan, the transition into full mask society has been very smooth, I would say. You know, besides the mask shortages at the beginning of the year. Um, but again, my family personally was not affected by that because you know, stay ready. You don't got to get ready. (laughs) You know, I think you heard me say about a year ago, um, I just swooped up a bunch of masks just before this situation started randomly. Um, and so we didn't really have to worry about stressing about masks or anything like that. Um, schools, the next one. Yeah. A lot of schools, um, remote learning, you know, uh, social distancing. Uh, I haven't really heard much from school systems as far as, um, you know, any negative news, my son's school, everything's is pretty cool there. Um, yeah, nothing really to speak of. Uh, so I, you know, I was a little bit uh, apprehensive about him going back to school. Um, and I pulled him from school as soon when I was off work, as soon as, um, we, my wife proposed that question to me and it was, it became an option. I was like, yeah, just pull them and I'll take care of them every day, you know? Um, and which is, as you all long time listeners know is what I did. 
And um, yeah, um, but um, I don't really know. I don't really know. Uh, that remains to be seen. The impact uh, on this one thing is gonna, that's going to be on the horizon here in Japan is from February is examination season. Entrance exam season is from February. So kids who are, you know, trying to enter a high school or trying to enter university. Now is kind of a stressful season for them. I kind of feel for those kids. Um, job hunting season as well. You know, people entering a new, like young people entering a new phase, whether it be trying to get into a junior high school, high school, university, or enter a company for the first time. Those people are kind of stressful this year. You know, it kind of sucks for them, to be honest with you. Um, when this whole situation broke last year, all of the jobs had pretty much been, you know, assigned already. But for entrance exam season is February here. So... I'm kind of wondering how that's going to go down. This is only like a once in a year kind of thing. You only get one crack at it. It's like, you know, Eminem and 8 Mile. You get one chance. You got one shot. <laughs> you know, so um, I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. That's the, Those are the only people I kind of feel for, to be honest with you. Uh, I've heard the, the numbers of, of young people being able to um, effectively job hunt were down as well this year just because – um, recruiting season, I've talked about it before, is massive, you know, recruiting events and things like that. Those don't happen now. So, um, you know, it's online stuff. It's more of a trickle of information, trickle of whatever the fuck. I don't know. But you can imagine there's been an impact on that. So um, some medical related shit. I ain't really going to talk about that. Uh, the flyover. But yeah, um, there, let me read the description. Medical workers watch the Blue Impulse Aerobatics team of Japan Air Self-Defense Force as they fly over hospitals to salute the medical workers on the front line in the fight against COVID-19 on in May 20, on May 29th. I think I talked about this before. That was, I mean, yeah, it's a symbolic gesture, but I'm not really like a, you know, um, sentimental motherfucker, really. I'm sure you know <laughs> if you've been listening to this for a while. So that shit didn't really move me much. I was like, yeah, okay. I left. The t- I realized I left the TV on. That might add to more background music, background noise. But, um, yeah, I'm not really a sentimental motherfucker. So I was just like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, so let's skip that one. Yeah, work. Telework has hit Japan completely. Um, some companies are trying their hardest to go back to the old way of doing things. I know several of my students, several people I know who like, yeah, our company's just making us go back to the office. And one of my students told me something interesting. Basically what they said was, you know, some people who, uh, um, who aren't really as productive in companies, maybe some older senior, more senior members, the only way that they really show their value is by going to the office. And so, um, those people are really pushed pushed hard to get go back to the office and you know question people who are, who are working from home even if they're doing it very productively you know they want to see the old way of doing things come back so there's this kind of tug of war going on apparently i would imagine more so in larger companies um, one of the people students i know who really broke it down to me he works for a pretty large company and you know he was just it sounds like there's a tug of war between you know the old way of doing things and people who just want to keep things plug it along going back to the way that they were so that they can keep their status versus people who you know similar to the west who are transitioning into a more digitized way of doing things and you know have thrived in that but they're they're being tugged at their coattails by people who you know need to be in the office need need the support of those other more you know um tech savvy or adaptive people 
Uh, so I'm I'm interested what's gonna be. Personally, you know, I kind of called it um, as far as this year. I'm gonna get something I'm gonna get to later. But um, as far as be, this winter being a real breaking point for the restaurant industry uh, here, I'm calling it that next year is gonna be where the cracks in the corporate structure start because. Um, Next year for a lot of companies, their fiscal year starts in April. So their new fiscal year starts in April. So a lot of the losses are going to get really logged for, you know, mid-sized, larger companies from next year, which means a lot of the job cuts and things like that are going to start probably coming into effect um, from next year. This year, you know, from this December, the bonus season, uh, which, you know, for if you don't know, they're biannual bonus is uh, basically where a significant portion of employees salary is doled out don't think bonus in western terms of bonus like this is your salary plus some extra bonus it's just you know part of your base salary is kind of given to you twice a year as you know it's kind of like ooh kind of thing you know um so you know one maybe two months worth of salary is given in addition to your regular salary um, twice a year. So it's just cut up differently for, especially for larger companies. It was done that way, but bonuses have been cut for a lot of, uh, for not a lot, but for some companies cut or almost eliminated. So I I was watching a news report and my mother-in-law was explaining it to me (coughs) that, um, that, yeah. So some, some people, I don't know why they would do this, but just make it easier for them. But uh, for me, it's fucking stupid. But, um, (laughs) but, um, some employees set up their mortgages, for example, based on their bonuses. So, you know, twice a year, instead of paying annually a certain percentage, they pay a lower monthly fee. And then twice a year when they get their bonus, they have to pay a much larger percentage. Right. But since if their bonuses were cut or almost eliminated this year, some employees couldn't pay their mortgages or behind fell behind on their mortgage payments, you know, because I don't know what the benefit of structuring your mortgage that way would be me personally, but you know, Hey, good luck with that one. You know? So some people were having some issues with their, with their bills and their housing payments because their mortgages were cut. And if basically, you know, a 10, whatever that, whatever percent, I don't know. I don't really get that type of uh, pain. I've never really had that type of payment structure in my life here in Japan. So I don't really know how it, it would affect my spending choices, but just the word bonus for me is something that I would not rely on because understanding that it can, it's something that can be taken away, reduced at any moment. Right. So, but whatever, um there's a picture of kyoto we kind of talked about that before um empty streets of tokyo yeah tokyo has i mean walking around tokyo in some areas in spring early summer once we started getting out and about it it was a ghost town things have kind of gone back but they're still not the way that they once were especially now that we are seeing an increase in the number of cases here in japan um to record numbers you know deaths are also increasing Uh, i have noticed that as well um so yeah um you know We'll see what's going on. Of course, it is far, far less than it is in the West, but for by Japanese standards, it is pretty high. So we got to see what's going to happen. Um, tele online nomikai's online drinking parties. Yeah, I've heard it's really not that. I've tried one; it's not really that much fun. And especially if you got like a drinking party, like in the picture, like six, nine, 12, it's like twelve people on there. You know, in the Zoom meeting with 12 people, you can't, nobody's really talking. You can't talk. I'm sitting in my living room drinking my own alcohol, listening to fucking 12 people talk randomly, talk over each other. Like, 
that's not really fun to me. You know, um, I can't really imagine the appeal of it, I guess. Like, it's better than nothing for people who just really want to get out of the house. But I'm kind of like a patient person. Like, I don't haven't really been going out doing much. I've just been to work and home pretty much for, like, the past, like, fuck, like, eight months. And I'm totally cool with that. Like, I don't got to go nowhere. You know, um, I got you guys. I got the Internet. You know, I got... Um, you know, my own research and studies and, 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 and things like that. I'm, I'm doing my, my work projects kind of slowed down, especially towards the end of the year because I've been focusing on a few other things. But, um, but you know, I'm happy. I'm very much enjoying the pace of where, where I'm going and I'm really happy with the way things are. So, like, there's no reason for me to, like, stress or fret or freak out about any of that shit. Like, you know. Um, things happen in due timing. So, um, I'm totally fine with that. Um, but, but as far as the absence of nightlife, like, yeah, I mean, every now and then I kind of get the urge, like I I miss one, maybe one to go out and do some shit, but I got a fucking bottle of like, uh, I got a cheap bottle of Remy Martin XO that I got the other day on Yahoo auction. Whoo. I've been drinking that. Um, you know, again, this afternoon I might have to drive later, so I'm not drinking anything for this episode, but, but yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's me personally. I'm just kind of like a whatever type of dude. I go with the flow type of dude. So I'm not that pressed to do any of that shit. Um, the Olympics, the delay of the Olympics was, of course, one of the big stories. Um, again, I, I, I kind of called it. I thought, said, thought it was going to be canceled for good. But, um, you know, it's going forward. I am called, even though we are seeing a surge in numbers, I do believe that the government, uh, my mother-in-law asked me and my wife have been asking me recently, I do believe 100% that the government is just going to, no matter what, just going to go balls to the wall and go do the Olympics no matter what the fuck happens. Hell or high water, the Olympics are going to happen in summer of 2020 just because like you know how politicians get with shit like that so um even though even you know if the way things continue even if japanese people are against it they're just gonna do it um i don't know what it's gonna be like you know i mean they're gonna be fan uh, fans there of course I, I imagine they'll do a reduced number of fans um they're gonna i mean right now like this week they japan's just closed off japan to all almost all people coming into the country but they're planning on just opening the floodgates and letting everybody else in like for the olympics so, like i don't know what the fuck they thinking i don't know what's gonna happen but again you know i got my popcorn ready i'm just gonna be sit sit back and watch the show that's all i can do is it's, it's gonna be interesting so um that's that uh restaurants like i said restaurants the restaurant industry has probably been one of the hardest hit industries uh here in japan uh you know as you know like uh, one several of my mentors people i really look up to are pretty heavy hitters in that industry uh i kind of really feel for them really feel for their companies their staff things like their families uh i really hope they can pull through um just it's basically just a war of attrition for the restaurant industry here in Japan right now. And I'm pretty sure like all over the world, right? Um, they're just trying to hold on as much as possible. Uh, ideally be able to hold on to the Olympics where I guess I don't know what the fuck is going to happen, but you know, um, yeah, it's a pretty tough situation for them. Uh, I, I, again, I don't have the answers. I don't know what's best. You know, um, I'm just taking it day by day for myself, my family, uh, and for my financial health as well. And for my, you know, growing my future business opportunities. So, so yeah, um, best of luck to them in 2021. Um, and this thing ends up with a picture of a geisha wearing a mask, sitting next to a geisha or Michael-san without a mask. I don't really know the point of that, but I don't know. It's a photo op. It doesn't really make sense to me. 
<laughs> doesn't really make sense to me. Like, um, but but you know, I, I was reading an article the other day um, about like uh, Michael's son, you know, from Kyoto, who's basically saying like, oh yeah, all of her work dried up, and she the only work she can get is in Tokyo now, so she has to go to to Tokyo. Yeah, because I was reading an article about bullet trains. Bullet trains as well are empty, you know, so. The Tokyo Japan rail system is fucked up too. Like, you know, it's, it's typical. Same story all around the world. The same song, you know, um, Digital Underground, if you don't know. Uh, but, um, um, which is actually, I believe, the first record Tupac was featured on. Uh, so you can Google that if you don't know any about that. Tupac is, I, I don't know if that, that's the first time I heard Tupac, but I think that was the first song Tupac was featured on. But yeah um came in you know anyway google it it's a great song time the song but um digital underground digital underground uh is it all around the world same song or just same song just google digital underground same song it'll come up but um but yeah um that's pretty much it yeah this year i mean everyone's saying 2020 sucked everyone's saying 21 2020 is the worst year ever for me like it was good like, i mean you know um I, the only like i said the only regret i have from 2020 is not being able to you know uh go back to the states with my family and, and take my family my japanese family and see my family in america that's the only regret that i have from this year everything else i'm good with it you know this year has been pretty good to me um you know it's been restful i've been made some strides in a lot of different aspects in my life and i mean my family situation has become a lot more solid you know um, because i think we've been able to spend a, a, quite a bit more time together so and work together um and which is good oh that's just good you know so everyone i know is healthy everyone i know is happy uh i you know i i realized like the past week where i i kind of let everything go from this year um you know like that i had expended a lot of mental and physical energy making sure that everyone was good um that's what i realized that's why i was like i need to just take a few days a week or so just to rest and take it easy because you know i i you, you've heard me throughout the course of this year strategizing researching planning moving around gathering resources and information and things like that so um yeah, yeah. Um, you know, to keep us in a good space this year, I think I did use quite a bit of uh energy and so today is like my day to just, you know, be a blob on the floor. I'm gonna kick this dog. Oh, is he, he's like doing nothing too. I'm probably gonna take a nap on this sofa in, in a minute or I'll probably go sit and take a nap. And you know, um, and yeah, yeah, just just you know, pat myself on the back a little bit and give myself a, a much needed rest because this year was a good one, but it was you know a very much uh, energy intensive one. So twenty twenty one, I don't know what the fuck is gonna happen. To be honest with you, I have some ideas. I'm not gonna share them on here, um, just because they go economically. They go mainly economically is kind of my focus, but you know I don't get into all that shit here. You know. Um, on this forum, but I don't know. I'm along for the ride just as much as you guys. And thank you guys for rocking with me for another year. Again, I think this is maybe the, I want to say the third year going into the third year. 
of the podcast. We've got almost 150 episodes under our belt. We've got quite a few listeners. I started YouTube this year. Um, yeah, it's just good, man. You know, um, and, and thank you all for another year. Um, I hope your year has been, you know, bearable. More than that, I'm trying to think of a escalating level of words. Like I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I got nothing more for you guys this year. <laughs> I got nothing for you. I got nothing left. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, no, no. Is is it, you know, um, yeah. Just strive, prosper, um, in the next year, and we'll be alright. We'll be alright. So alright, y'all. Let's, that's 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 this year in a wrap in a nutshell for me. I'll holler at you next year. Peace.